From the office of the City Auditor in Austin, Texas, this is Audit ATX, a podcast about the audits and investigations our office does to make Austin better for all residents. We're your hosts, Maria and Kelsey. In this episode, we're talking with Keith Salas about an investigation our office recently conducted. This investigation found that an Austin Energy employee misused city resources for secondary employment. This case involved an employee who misused city resources. What exactly did you find? Can you give us an overview of this case? This case involved an Austin Energy employee named John Harnsbury, who was a utility account specialist. His job responsibilities involved looking at meters, verifying that the city was billing people properly, doing things along those lines. But what we found is that he was using his city computer to do work for his secondary employment with a local restaurant. And specifically what we found were several dozen documents on his computer that related to this restaurant. We found a couple emails that were used for this restaurant. And we also found that he was using city time on at least one occasion to do work related to the restaurant. That one was particularly interesting because it was a fairly galling example. He wound up going to Austin Public Health, which is responsible for permitting restaurants in the city and submitting a permit request while on city time. Even more outrageous is their offices were directly across the hall in the same building as some Austin Energy offices where he used to work. It wound up that his coworkers actually saw him going in there and started raising questions about that. Keith, why should the city and residents care about this case? You know, I feel like a broken record every time I'm on this uh, on this podcast, but this is another example of a time when I think all of us should expect our city employees to be working for the best interests of the city and the residents and not for their own personal interests. You know, we don't get paid to do work for our personal jobs, to do our personal hobbies, any of those type of things. We're getting paid to do a job that helps the residents of the city. And clearly John Harnsbury was not doing that job. And so how did you find out about this situation? This is a case where we worked closely with the department. So I want to give props to Austin Energy for really coming forward with this. My understanding is that they heard about this through an anonymous allegation that they received. I'm not exactly sure who in their in their department got the allegation initially, but they brought it to their human resources department, who then brought it to our office, knowing that we would be the appropriate people to investigate it. Kudos to whoever it is out in the city who first brought this to our attention, and then definitely kudos to Austin Energy for making sure that we were aware of it in our office. And the report notes that because this employee was completing tasks for this restaurant business, his performance at Austin Energy was affected. Can you tell us more about that piece? This was really interesting to me. I've got to say that I was very impressed by John Harnsbury's supervisor. When we spoke with her, she was aware of performance issues and had been working on trying to correct those issues. And so she had a lot of documentation that really helped us, was able to point us in the direction to get information that would indicate how much work Mr. Harnsbury was doing. And when we started reviewing that, it turned out that he was not completing his assignments. So there were quite a few different tasks that he'd been given. They ranged from like clearing out an email inbox that had to-do lists on them to documenting new meters, making sure that they were assigned to our city contractors so that they'd be read properly and that residents and businesses would be billed the appropriate amount, a couple other things. When you looked at the data, and this is, of course, all being done on computers, so there's records of everything that's happening, 
When you look at it, his performance numbers are extremely low to the point where he was just not doing some of these tasks for weeks or months on end. This became a particularly big issue with, with the meters. Whenever the city installs a new meter, it needs to get assigned to our contractors so that they know to go out and read this. Otherwise, they would have no idea that that meter had been installed and existed. He had, I want to say, somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand meters over a few weeks that did not get assigned. And when that happens, the city still has to bill the users, but they go off of averages. That can get really, really dicey, like hard to do when these are new meters because you don't have much of a history to have any indication of how much energy they that we would expect them to be using. As a result of this, it took Austin Energy hundreds of hours to correct this issue. In fact, I believe his supervisor calculated or estimated that it was about 220 man hours involving people from multiple segments of Austin Energy all the way up to a VP. We calculated that based on their salaries, this would have cost the city at least $5,600 just to correct that one um, issue that Mr. Harnsbury did not address when he should have. Yeah, wow, such a clear example of why the city and residents should care about when a city employee misuses city resources for secondary employment. And so city employees are required to cooperate with investigations conducted by our office, but this employee didn't cooperate. Can you tell us more about what happened there and how that affected the investigation? Yeah, absolutely. So with any investigation, it's standard practice to speak with the subject. And so we did that, of course, with this one. And when we spoke with Mr. Harnsbury, we were asking him questions about the work he was doing for the restaurants, his secondary employment. We were going at it from several different angles. And every time he just completely denied having any financial interest in them, he explained to us that it was his fiance's business and that due to the pandemic, he would sometimes work out of her restaurant because he had better Wi-Fi access there, but he denied ever doing any work for them. Anything that he might've done to help out, like picking up a keg and moving it around or something like that. He was like, that happens after hours because the restaurant's not even open during my normal workday. So he was really trying to deny any connection to that business. Now, of course, we had all sorts of documents on his computer that they didn't just magically appear there. We know that he had to put them there somehow. His explanation for that was he would get CC'd on his fiance's work emails, and sometimes he would have to clear those out of his phone to make space so he would transfer them through his city computer, I mean, to a flash drive. Where, where all this begins to fall apart is we have forensic experts in the city who are able to go into computer files and identify when they're created, who created them, things like that. Some of these documents were very clearly created and modified by Mr. Harnsbury on his city computer. So the argument that they're just being transferred from his phone to a flash drive really didn't hold up. And then on top of that, despite denying having any actual interest in the restaurant outside of his fiance's interest, we found a document on his computer where he had reached out to a payroll company and identified himself as the restaurant's office manager. So, you know, clearly he was more involved than he was letting on to us. And by not being upfront with that, that is another violation of the city code. He was not cooperating. And, you know, it didn't stop us from finding these things to answer your question about how this affected our investigation, but it adds another step and it's really not what we expect from city employees. We expect them to be honest and to work with us to make sure that we get the truth out as clearly and easily as possible. So Keith, I've heard about these issues with city employees using city time or city resources for secondary employment at least a few times since I've been working with the city. I'm curious, what has AE done to prevent something like this from happening in the future? 
I don't know specifically what AE's done. The the issue with this is that I think city jobs are are so varied, and especially right now, while so many of us are still working remotely and working from home and all these other things, it's hard for management to necessarily know exactly what somebody's doing at any given time. That being said, I know I already gave a shout out to uh, to Mr. Harnsbury's supervisor, but she really was on top of this from the very beginning, at least as far as I can tell. She had emails and documentation going back for months where he was performance improvement plans and those types of things because of his poor performance. So she was aware that he was not meeting her expectations and was taking steps to address that which really from my perspective is is what I want to see. Of course, you know, I want the city to have policies against misusing city time and all that, but we do have those. And so in order to make sure that they get enforced and that they actually have some teeth, uh, we need managers like Mr. Harnsbury's supervisor who are paying attention and taking actions to improve things. Awesome. And if the city could make one change to better prevent employees misusing city resources for secondary employment in the future, what change would you want to see? At least of the people that I have spoken to about this, a fair number of them just did not think that they would get caught. And I really wish that more city employees were aware of the fact that our office cares about this, their management cares about this, the residents of the city care about this. If they're going to try to misuse city resources in this way, which I don't know that we're ever going to be able to completely eliminate that that from happening, but I want them to to at least think twice before they do something like this, because we take this seriously. We're going to investigate it if we become aware of it. We're going to write reports if we're able to substantiate the allegations that we hear. You know, as a result of this investigation, as a result of Mr. Hansberry's supervisor's work, the Austin Energy HR department, he no longer has a job with the city. I think he probably would not have had a job after our report had come out. They were just able to take action based on what they had learned beforehand. But, you know, I just want city employees to realize that this is a serious issue and we do we do follow through with these allegations. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Keith, for joining us today and, and for your work on this investigation. Yeah, thank you so much. If you're aware of any fraud, waste, or abuse by city employees or contractors, you can report it on our website on the online reporting form or call the hotline at 512-974-2798. Thanks for listening to this episode of Audit ATX. This report is available on our website at austintexas.gov slash auditor. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Austin Auditor. And subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time. Bye-bye.